0: Hello everyone, Tobias here. This is going to be a little excerpt from our previous podcast where we talk about James Gunn's new DC slate of films. It just ran on way too long, but we didn't want to throw everything out. So here's an extra half hour just for you guys, because we love you. Thanks for listening and enjoy.
1: I was going to ask you one other thing about uh, James Gunn. Uh, so uh, so I've, the only thing I've really seen from him that I can think of is, because uh, I haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy, is, uh, oh, I keep going to say Homelander, but I don't mean Homelander. Uh, peacemaker. Peacemaker, yeah. Similar kind of names in a kind of funny, uh, funny kind of way. Anyway, uh, so one of the things I noticed about this show is it's very humorous, and I think from what I read, they changed some stuff about the character. Uh, oh
0: yeah, yeah. Peacemaker is a very different character in the comics. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I'm wondering if we can take how he handled home, homelander, uh, <laughs> Peacemaker uh as kind of like a mark for how he might ha- handle other shows uh mm-hmm. i think also is guardians of the galaxy does it have much humor in it
0: uh yeah it, it, i'd say i'd uh, for me personally too much i i find too it much. difficult to digest uh, yeah i know it, like everyone really likes guardians of the galaxy and i can see why but i for me it does feel like uh a remake of star Wars where everyone is just making jokes every five seconds. And it, I, I'm not even a huge star Wars fan. So star Wars with, uh, with jokes. I mean, it, yeah. I don't get me wrong. James Gunn is a funny guy. So a lot of the humor in guardians of the galaxy does land, but I think that when, when the humor does land, it's because it's being delivered by someone with excellent comic timing. But like I, I think, uh, Chris Pratt, he's a really, uh, he's, he is just naturally a really funny guy. Um, and his timing is just, uh, you know, you, you can, li- he one of the climax, I forget which one, I think it might be the first one, but the climax of the movie is literally him suggesting they have a dance off and he starts like moonwalking and shit. And it's in mm-hmm. the middle of the final fight. And that sort of stuff normally pisses me off, but they kind of got away with it for me. Like, I'm like, yeah, this is kind of charming. Like, and he's funny. And the, the writing's funny and the directions, like everyone knows what they're doing. It's not like they're doing it. You know, they're not accidentally being bad or accidentally being good. It's like, they know what they are and they, uh, and they don't take it too seriously. Mm. So it it kind of gets away with it. And I, I suppose that's very much in the same vein as a James Gunn's Suicide Squad, which I highly recommend you watch, because that's what basically got him the job of, you know, spearheading this whole universe. And then he obviously went on to do Peacemaker, which is a direct sequel to the Suicide Squad. Um, yeah, I, I recommend you watch James Gunn's Suicide Squad. I also, I mean, if you've not seen any other James Gunn, he, he did a good film called Slither. I really like that. Or was that Zack Snyder? No, I think I'm pretty sure it was James Gunn. Slither's pretty good, good little horror film. Um, I think
1: I remember hearing about that film. Yeah, I don't think I've seen it.
0: I like it. I like it a lot. It's just like I think it's a remake as well, but it's basically horror slugs. It's pretty good. Is there um, anything
1: that you think that James can uh, James Gunn might have trouble with moving forward, like with his certain style that people? Because I think that some people okay. might not like his. Uh, comical I, approach. I'll, I'll tell yeah, you
0: this. If, if you make, if you make Superman funny, that'll annoy me. If you make Batman wholesome, that will annoy me. I think they're the things you need to avoid. Don't make Superman a joke. And if you're going to do the bat family, if you're going to bring in all these characters where, where the Batman's sort of taking under his wing, is he still going to be Dark and like batman's got to be dark for me and if you're bringing in all these uh, bringing all these other characters and you're bringing in damian wayne who is literally his son then you might end up turning batman into a bit more of a wholesome uh, hero which i really don't mm. want you wholesome should be superman batman should be dark like and broody like i don't want batman wholesome i superman is the wholesome side of the of the DC universe. Batman is the, is the guy with fucking PTSD. He's the taxi driver of DC. He is, what's his name uh, from taxi driver. What's the guy's name? Robert De Niro plays him. Travis. I can't remember. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. He's the Travis. I forget the last name, but yeah, he's the Travis of DC. He's got PTSD. Like he's like an angry war vet. That's sort of taking, authority into his own hands essentially whereas Superman is like super wholesome like come from like country bumpkin kind of lad come from like a very modest upbringing uh even though he has the power to basically have all the money in the world if you wanted but no he's wholesome he's been raised better so like
1: yeah I I don't we need so what we need to make Batman work Uh, to still be dark and have a family is that he needs to be a shit dad.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, for sure. For sure. He's got to be like the worst parent. Don't you think he already is? Letting his kids like fucking run around dressed as giant bats and beating up bad guys. He's already a terrible
1: parental figure. Terrible. Yeah, but you have to do that and make it compelling. I know. There there needs to be a lot of good thought around that to make that work well I
0: I, I think it's doable I think it's doable just don't make him wholesome you know or maybe or maybe make him like you know just a really strict dad where it's borderline abusive yeah like that that's like you know when when you know you you could I I forget what it is I, I watched something recently I really forget what it was but like the parent like shouted at the kid for crying and I was like, "That's the kind of dad Batman would be. Like, don't show weakness. You know, you're better than that. You know, keep your weakness inside. Keep your pain inside. Use it to fuel you. You know yeah. that. That's the sort of the, the, the that's the sort of dad Batman would be. You know, no, uh, got no time for crying. You got no time for your own feelings because you got to worry about everyone else's.
1: Yeah, and we it explores also more of Batman." bruce wayne when Mm. you see that exactly Uh,
0: but this is the thing because i have always felt that alfred was meant was always like what keeps batman from becoming basically the joker like batman is so dark that he's always holding himself back if he was to truly unleash then he absolutely would start killing people like on a regular basis he would become the joker essentially and alfred's what keeps him grounded And maybe that's what having these children around helping him, maybe that that there's an element of that too, that they keep him grounded. They keep him from going too dark, too, too aggressive, too violent. You know, know,
1: I I think that would be
0: really good. Actually, James Gunn, you can have the idea.
1: You can can have that. I want to see that. I want to see that. I think also as well, what might be more likely is that he'll be a very absent father. Oh, I think that
0: well well not, not when he takes you out with him uh, it's bringing your well, kid to work day it's bring... yeah. <laughs>
1: what, what, what I mean is alfred that alfred
0: sent the memo
1: you know at come first, on I... kids yeah what I mean is that like at first before he brings them in to the his bat circle his Bat family there if they're just regular family uh before they find out maybe that he's batman and he does all this extra shit i think at first most like for example this one you said Wade right was it that his son's name Damien uh, Wayne yeah. well, look, uh-huh. I'll
0: tell you that he will know that he's Batman from the outset I'll explain Damien Wayne to you if you want after you finish your point
1: yeah I, I just think that probably he'll be a very absent father uh, mm. who doesn't share much with his kids and then well you're basically eventually. not wrong yeah I know <laughs> go yeah. on
0: well, uh, well. Uh, so, do you recall in like the Christian Bale movies, you've got Ray Ghul and his daughter Talia Ghul? Yeah. So, in the comic books, uh, Batman bangs Talia Ghul, and they've got like uh, they try, they keep trying to kill each other, or she keeps, keeps trying to kill him, but has no problem uh, letting him sire her a baby. So she basically, uh, Batman knocks her up, and then. I don't think they tell Batman about it and so obviously they're in the league of shadows aren't they they're in that ninja group with Ra's al ghul and basically Ra's al ghul and Talia al ghul raise Damien uh, to be like their ultimate like killing machine so by the time he's 10 years old he is like murdered half the fucking world like he is like serious he's badass he has a samurai- he's a robin with a samurai sword like he carries a fucking samurai sword. He's badass. Uh, mm. And then I think he has to try and kill Batman. I think this that the his last mission is to kill Batman. And then obviously Batman figures out that it's his son, and he you know takes him on to become like his mentor, and he make he you know makes him Robin. Uh, but their their backstory is that he knows he knows that Batman is his father, and he knows who Batman is, he knows who Bruce Wayne is, but he's only heard one side of it all. Uh, and Bruce Wayne's, you know, tries to sort of take the edge off him. He's very tough. He's like really hard, this kid. Like, like I say he's been murdering people his whole life since he could hold a sword. So mm-hmm. what, eight, eight, 18 months old? He's already killing Mandem. So this kid's pretty fucked up in the head and Batman's been trying to like turn him into like a responsible human being that isn't all fucked up. Because he was raised to be a murderer, um, but obviously having someone who's completely psychopathic, uh, like a like a five five uh, uh, like a four foot psychopath that's following you around all the time while you're trying to be a superhero, does lead to some interesting stories. Because Damian Wayne is like super hot headed, like, I. So James Gunn said that Damian Wayne is his favorite Robin. I think most comic book fans would tell you that Damian Wayne is their least favourite Robin, if they like him at all. Hmm. He's not too popular amongst the fans of the comics because well, he's he's not got the same demeanour as the previous Robins. He's a lot more of an asshole, yeah. and, he, and he's and he's a lot more, as I say, psychologically, you know, st- you know, fucked up and stilted
1: yeah but that could be re
0: that could be really interesting to get like a robin that's like basically fucked up in the head and then yeah. the, the, the rest of the bat family is trying to like bring him round to being like a proper hero could be interesting
1: yeah. Yeah. i i think it depends how james gunn takes it i mean maybe he sees something in this character that most people don't see and then he can mm. Uh, make him the most interesting of all the Robins. Yeah,
0: could be. I mean, to be fair, there's there's a lot of scope for the character, so you never know. Um, is there anything else you want to uh, draw attention to or make comment on before we end this? I've gone because th- that's uh, all the properties. I will. I am interested into how the second Joker film and the second the Batman is going to tie into all this, if it does tie in at all, or if it ever will, or whatever. Because maybe at the end of Joker 2 and Batman 2, a big portal will open. And then the Flash is like, oh, I need to bring you to my universe. Come with me. <laughs> and then they're going to do like, they're going to do fucking, well, I, I, I'll tell you this. It's possible that we might end up getting like a Justice League versus Justice League movie. That might be interesting. Mm. Because there is there is a storyline in the comic. Uh, I think it's called Gods and Monsters. Um, don't hold me to that uh but like it's literally an alternate universe justice league that are all bad guys, and the justice they all end up in the same universe and so the justice League end up fighting uh the justice League, but one's evil and one's good the 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 evil justice league you've got like instead of Wonder Woman you've got Superwoman and you've got owl man instead of Batman. And shit like that. You've got a speedy one that's the Flash. You've got a Green Lantern-y one. Like I say, all all of the heroes that you know are also on the team, except they're all evil. You've got Ultraman as well. Ultraman, I think, is the bad Superman. But then
1: I have to I have to say, what do you do after that? I think that has to be a climax of something, doesn't well, yeah. it?
0: You killed them in it. Further. Well, this is it. What what if they're building towards? We end up getting like the Elseworlds heroes having to fight against the James Gunn universe heroes. So we'll end up get we'll end up seeing Robert Pattinson and the new Batman fight each other, and we'll get Henry Cavill and the new Superman fight each other, and we'll get Jason Momoa Aquaman versus Jason Momoa whatever the other character was Lobo I think we said uh in the last recording we did about this uh we get them fighting each other that'd be interesting i wouldn't mind that at all i wouldn't mm. mind that at all but i also wouldn't love it because i kind of like how the batman is its own thing i like how the joker is its own thing
1: i, Although I, think I they do need to keep it that way
0: I, I think they need to keep it that way but i would like to see the batman in the joker Like, it's weird not having Batman in a Joker movie. It's weird not having Spider-Man in a Venom movie. And yet here we are. We're two Venom movies and soon to be two Joker movies in this universe. And neither of them feature the hero that made these characters famous in the first place. It's just strange to me. But I thought the first Joker worked. So I'm excited to see the new one. And I'm excited for this new Batman film. So... I'll be interested to see how they handle it. And it'll be interesting to see how audiences handle having two separate Batman, two separate Jokers, maybe Mm -hmm. even two separate Supermen. you know, who knows what we'll end up getting. Because I'll tell you this, because they're going to do elseworld projects. I would love to see Superman Red Sun, which is the elseworld story they did where it was like, what if Superman had, landed in Soviet Russia instead of Kansas. And what would have his life been like? What would be the hero that he turned out to be? Like that would have been interesting. I would still like to see that as a live action movie. Um I think they did another World where Bruce Wayne got a hold of the Green Lantern ring and stuff like that, you know. um So I'd like to see more projects like that. Marvel are doing it with the What If cartoon. So I, I'm excited to see more Elseworld projects that are recognisable characters, but in completely different scenarios, different situations, I, I think could be really exciting.
1: Yeah, I, I I think it could also be quite interesting. I think with uh, with the, the Batman films, we might actually see the Joker uh, probably in the next one because we did see him in Arkham Asylum. Yeah, uh, but I...
0: If I'm perfectly honest, I really didn't appreciate that. I was, I, I really didn't want a little Joker Easter egg. I know it's yeah. tempting when you're making a Batman movie, but like, come on, you know, just... I
1: think what they should do at this point maybe is if they do that, keep him at arm's length, like maybe behind the scenes influencing things. Or, um, with the or, Joker films, they, I think probably what they'll end up doing is if they make two or three of them, we might finally see Batman as Batman by towards the end of it. But maybe. we do see him as, uh, we do see a kid Bruce Wayne in, in the Joker. We do, we do, we so do. We have some time before he can be yeah. the Batman, I mean-
0: so. In all fairness, I I think they were planning to make the Joker a bit of like a uh, Hannibal Lecter kind of character in the Batman. And I think that would have been interesting, having him always at Arkham. And so it's someone that Batman's already dealt with and he's just stuck in Arkham. But like, you can have the odd scene here and there where he gets to do some acting flexing like Anthony Hopkins did in Silence. You know, because like, didn't didn't Hopkins only have about 10 minutes of screen time in the original silence? But he's still one best actor because his performance is felt throughout the whole bloody movie. Mm. And he only really has 10 minutes of screen time. That could be how you did it with the Joker in the Batman. Like
1: every now and again. Like
0: that. Yeah, I think that's what they were planning on doing. But I'm not sure if we'll still get it, because I don't think anyone was really keen. On the little scene that we did get, and they they leaked, they either leaked it or maybe it was released on the DVD. But there are there is a deleted scene where Batman literally does have a conversation with the Joker. We ha- we have a we do have that scene. You can look it up on YouTube. That is something out there that they did film and it just didn't make it into the final cut.
1: I, I will say though, the actor that they're getting to maybe play the Joker. Uh, is that Irish actor? I can't remember his his name. He, I uh, think he's nominated for something in the Oscars. Uh, uh, I only, I only know him from uh, the
0: Eternals, and I thought he was dog shit in that.
1: Oh, uh, okay. But it,
0: the whole movie's shit. So it, I don't think it's his fault that he's dog shit in it, because everyone's dog shit in it. It's just a dog shit movie. Okay. Because I I I like Gemma Chan in it, but only because I'm a huge Gemma Chan fan from back on British TV.
1: Yeah, I think we've gone off massive topic here, but maybe I don't know if we end up cutting a lot of this. (laughs) Uh, We might end up cutting a lot of this. Yeah, I think maybe we need to summarise now because we're one hour and thirty minutes in. Yeah, let's let's wrap up. Let's wrap up. So uh,
0: in a nutshell, I'm actually surprisingly pretty pumped for DC. I'm actually, surprisingly, more pumped for DC right now than I am for Marvel.
1: Which yeah, that's interesting,
0: that's, actually. That's only because the last, like, phase four, besides Spider-Man and Doctor Strange, which I did enjoy, I've not really liked anything they've put out for a while. Uh, I didn't mind Ms. Marvel. I thought that was okay. But then after the first two episodes, it got a bit shit. But The first two episodes were like actually really good and stylistically really cool. Um, Moon Knight, I really loved the character Moon Knight, but I didn't rate the show as much as everyone else did. I think there was so much scope for something a bit more crazier than we got. Um, but I would definitely watch another season of it. She-Hulk I thought was pretty pants. Uh, but the last episode I enjoyed. Um, this has been a lot of hit and miss with the most recent Marvel stuff. And I I have to say, Ant-Man 3 is going to have to be something really special for me to be, you know, excited for the rest of these movies. Because right now, I'm only watching Ant-Man 3 because I feel like I have to. Because it's one of those films that is going to be setting up most of this new overarching story across all of the marvel films so i better watch it so otherwise none of it will make sense i won't lie i quite like shang chi up until like the third act i feel like the third act it just becomes a bit shit like the moment you introduce dragons into the universe i'm like uh, no mm-hmm. i could do fight i'll do fucking magical rings but i fucking help dragons You've got dragons in this now. I mean, don't get me wrong. Lord of the Rings has magical rings and dragons, but it's set within a world that you can buy both of them existing within. Whereas the Marvel movies, like, they're just slowly and slowly getting more and more ridiculous. And it's like, well, if only you hadn't started things out in the first Iron Man movie, as there's not really much crazy shit going on. Everything's basically like normal real life. Except there's a guy, a billionaire with a, a mechanical suit. There's a guy who tried some super soldier searing back in the 40s, and we've unfrozen. There's a, there's a, a well, I suppose it is. It was always crazy, wasn't it? Because it's like, oh, and by the way, you know that Norse mythology god Thor? Oh, he's real. He's on the team too. So, I, I, yeah, I suppose I'm moaning over nothing because Marvel's always been a bit ridiculous. But I don't know, I think dragons dragons i don't know i didn't mind it though i didn't mind shang chi like the whole the film as a whole i i gave i'll give it like a 6 like i enjoyed it mostly but the last climax the cgi doesn't really work for me and the the fact that it's a dragon's a bit nuts maybe if the dragon looked better like the cgi was better then perhaps i'd be less judgmental on it But uh, yeah, I thought the CGI was a bit pants. So yeah, like I say, Marvel, they need to start making some really good moves. I think this new Ant-Man film could be really good. I've already spoiled for myself that Modoc is going to be in it. And Modoc is like such an obscure character from Marvel. I cannot wait to see what they're going to do, like how they're going to make him look. Because in the comics, he's like literally a head with these tiny arms and tiny legs. And he flies around in like a mechanical chair suit thing.
1: Hmm. So I, I'm I will, desperate I say to see what they're going to do with it. As someone who hasn't really watched either Marvel or DC stuff, uh, this could be quite interesting uh, because uh, now DC might not might be a lot more uh, focused. Not just that, but more appealing for people who haven't really paid attention till now. Because now mm. it's way more accessible, and like now Marvel maybe is reaching its sell-by date. Maybe it's 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 done too much. I think what's it now are uh, going to be thirty-one films with the next Ant-Man film. Uh it's that's a lot of films, and people, I don't know, it's a bit intimidating. Do you want to watch all that, or would you rather start fresh uh, with DC stuff, which might be a bit more logical, especially if James Gunn really puts it in a very a logical order that you can easily go in and out of uh, maybe yeah. people might start moving a bit away from Marvel and more towards DC. Who knows? could be interesting. Yeah, it
0: could be. We'll have to wait and see. I'm interested to see what he'll do with Superman. I think that's going to be, cause that's going to be the first movie of his reign as the boss of DC. And I've got a feeling that if it doesn't do well at the box office, that I reckon they're just going to say, fuck it, let's stop putting money into this franchise. But if they... Well, I, I doubt that, actually. I doubt they're going to stop making superhero movies, but I think this James Gunn Superman needs to do really well. Otherwise, we're going to see something... We're going to see a shift, I think. Maybe Warner Brothers will start focusing on other projects more, maybe more on Matrix spinoffs or... Uh, Space Jam spin-offs. I don't know. Yeah, maybe maybe they'll think their other properties will have to take precedent over DC stuff. Maybe because this is it. Maybe people just aren't as into Superman and Batman as they are at the Spider Man and shit. maybe, maybe, Maybe that's literally all it is. But when you know, in all fairness, no one really gave a shit about Captain America, the Hulk, Thor, Black Widow, Iron Man up until the Avengers, or up until the movies that were made for them. Uh, like the A tier of Marvel before the Avengers movies was Spider-Man and X-Men. That was the A tier of superheroes at Marvel. Uh, and Batman and Superman are the A tier of DC. Um, and so, let's be honest, Marvel, they've made all of these characters become pop culture icons you know Captain America everyone fucking loves now and Thor everyone loves now and my dad is really happy that because Thor was always one of his favorites when he was a kid but no one agreed with him because like who (laughs) likes Thor why would you like Thor he lives at the end of a rainbow road in some magical fantasy land and it's like yeah it's fucking naff but the movies made it kind of cool. You know, even a rainbow road was kind of cool in the movies. They made it look better than a literal rainbow from a castle into a teleporty place. Like that's literally what it was in the comics. Like a, just a fucking rainbow. So <laughs> you know, they made it less naff in the movies. Um, so yeah, I, like I said, I'm really pumped for this Green Lantern. Like, right? because I I like a lot of this cosmic stuff in the Marvel movies. I like Thor. I like, uh, I really like Thor Ragnarok uh, a lot and I'd love to see um, a sort of Thor Ragnarok style movie coming out of DC, but it looks like uh, Green Lantern is going to be way more in the vein of True Detective. So you know, (laughs) I kind of, I kind, I'm kind of keen to see that a bit more if I'm honest. I want to see True Detective in space. do Struggle